the role of churches in addressing urban violence with Reverend Charles Harrison on episode number 67 of the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello again, good people, and welcome to To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. This is the podcast where we look to offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. I am your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. This is a uh, episode number 67, a bonus episode of the To Be Encouraged podcast, which is uh, highlights from the Indiana Annual Conference of the United Methodist Church, and we did live interviews on the spot at the Indiana Annual Conference, and we spoke to many people, lay and clergy alike, who had something to say about their faith journey. One of those people we talked to was Reverend Charles Harrison. He is the pastor of the Barnes United Methodist Church in Indianapolis. He's also the board president of the Indianapolis Ten Point Coalition, which is a faith-based group focus on addressing urban violence among young men of color, especially those specifically between the ages of 12 and 24. Reverend Harrison is, is really deeply concerned about the impact of violence in the community as homicide is the leading cause of death for black males in this age group. And he recognizes the severity of the issue and he believes it is an epidemic that needs to be addressed. It is indeed a, a a health crisis. And he talks about in our interview here about how the faith-based community, including churches, uh, has to come together to tackle both the immediate effects of violence in the streets and the root causes behind it. And uh, and then they utilize the existing resources and ministries within the church to address them. And they also involve individuals who've turned their lives around after the previous involvement with gangs and crime. Uh, Reverend Harrison uh, also talks about his own salvation story in Christ and how he's now dedicated to bringing peace to the community, which uh, is often disrupted by violence. This is a great conversation. Uh, you'll hear some background noise because we were in a live environment in a busy uh, in a busy uh, conference, and I hope that you will pay good attention to this. Uh, Bishop Trimble is not involved with this conversation. This is one that I did during the course of the conference, but I'm sure you'll get, get great value of it. This is consider this a bonus episode of the To Be Encouraged uh, podcast with a great guest, a great personal friend of mine, Reverend Charles Harrison. So let's get into that conversation right now. 
this is Reverend Dr. Brad Miller coming to you on the live stream from the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church. Tremendous turnout, 1,200 delegates, devoted laypersons and clergy from all around Indiana who are here to uh, celebrate and pray things forward. No turning back is the theme of the conference. But also here particularly on this day, uh, as we come together, many people are wearing orange shirts and uh, orange buttons that indicate the uh, uh, fight against gun violence. And we have with us now, as our guest, we have Reverend Charles Harrison from Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, you're very involved with this. So Charles, first of all, tell us your, your name and the church you're from and a little bit about the context you, that you serve in. Yes, my name is Charles Harrison, and I am the uh, pastor of Barnes United Methodist Church in Indianapolis on the west side of Indy. And I am also the board president uh, of the Board of Directors of the Indianapolis Ten Point Coalition, which is a faith-based group that addresses the issue of urban violence as it impacts young men of color between the ages of 24 uh, and uh, down to 12 years old. So we, we focus on that group um, because half the deaths of black males between the ages of 12 and 24 years old is homicide. So it, it is really um, you know, one of the things that, that really concerns us, uh, you know, is, is the impact of urban violence among uh, young men. Uh, and, 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 and even though we focus on 12 to 24, um, we even deal with, with people younger too, because from the age of one years old to 44, homicide is the leading cause of death of black males in this country. It is really. In a way, it's an epidemic, isn't it, Charles? It, it is. It is an epidemic. It is an epidemic. It is a health epidemic that we must address and we, we cannot ignore it. And, and that's where the churches came in, the faith-based community. We felt like that we could have an impact on urban violence as we came together to address both the immediate violence on the street and then the underlying root causes of violence. And, and we really wanted to focus on what we felt were root causes and use the, the resources and the ministries that churches already have in place to try to address those root causes, but then um, send individuals like myself and, and OGs, which is a term that we use for uh, original gangsters or individuals who at one time were the problem in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, Many of them have went to prison, uh, came out of prison, turned their life around, turned their lives, uh, you know, uh, in, into being advocates uh, for, for peace in the community. And I really like it because a lot of them gave their life to Jesus Christ. They were sitting in our churches and they wanted to help clean up what they had once messed up. Help clean up what they once messed up. So let's talk about kind of how that's working, how that's going, how's it being implemented. You said you've got the OGs here, you've got the programs, faith-based community. Tell me about how it's being implemented, like on the street. How, what are people doing and how, how effective is it? Well, Indy 10 Point has six what we call hotspot areas uh, in the city of Indianapolis. And, and most of those hotspot areas have been designated by the city as areas that we, we have seen a lot of uh, non-fatal shootings, um, homicides, murders, um, and other criminal activity, uh, burglary, carjacking, and those things. So w we focus at, 
you know, 29th and MLK, that's one area. Um, uh, the butler Tarkington neighborhood, Crown Hill, we, we divided in two sections, Highland vicinity, and then we're on the far east side because we have a 10-point search there from 38th Street to 42nd Street between Midhoffer and German Church Road. And what our OGs do is they engage individuals on the streets who may be in gangs or neighborhood cliques, maybe selling drugs, or they just may be involved in some kind of criminal activity that typically leads to gun violence. And they engage them on the streets trying to provide alternatives for them, trying to get them to put down the package, to put down the gun, and also talking to them about ways to resolve conflicts that does not result into violence. So we spend a lot of time, you know, dealing with these, these gangs, these cliques, uh, drug dealers in these neighborhoods who normally are going to be the victims or the perpetrators of violent crime, providing for them some kind of alternative to the life that they're living. Hmm. And, 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 and the effect of it is since 2016, um, you know, we have implemented this new strategy in those, in, in about eight areas total, um, because there are some areas that we're not doing today that we were doing, um, you know, almost eight years ago. Um, 20 times we have seen a 100% reduction in murders, wow. 20 times. Uh, we just completed a year in, in our six areas, and five of our six areas had a 100% reduction in murders, and that's the effectiveness that of it. That is astounding. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we cannot stop at all, but what our goal is, how do we reduce the frequency of violence in those areas, and, and that's our goal each year. Yeah. You talked about kind of the point of contact, the, you know, on the streets, reduction of murder, and reduction, that's great success. Thank you for sharing that. But systematically, we still have issues. Right. Government, policing, uh, social mores, you know, uh, uh, the availability of guns. Is there any ways that Ten Point Coalition or the churches can work with the societal structures to help uh, make an impact there? Well, well certainly in, in the area of, of policing, uh, in uh, particularly communities of color, uh, we just finished having uh, a conversation between uh, residents in, in, in one of the hotspot areas and law enforcement, because I think part of the issue is is getting the patrol officers who are patrolling those neighborhoods to have conversation, particularly with young men of color who tend to be uh, the victims of police misconduct, and yet police have their own concerns in patrolling these neighborhoods and beginning those kind of conversations between community uh, and law enforcement to try to build trust, uh, to try to build relationships and understand uh, from each perspective what some of the concerns are that each side has and, and try to build bridges so that we can begin to work on how do we improve the relationships between law enforcement, reduce the level of police brutality, police misconduct, and also on our end um, how do we address the fears and concerns that law enforcement may have that sometimes lead to inappropriate behavior by those who are, you know, sworn to, to uphold and, 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 and protect uh, the residents in the areas that they patrol? Sally, you're looking more on a kind of a partnership model, working together yes. model, than kind of a, uh, whatever, antagonistic model, or, yes. a, you know, we, we butt heads against one another. 
I want to ask you one or two other quick things, and I'm let let you go and join rejoin the conference. You know, we've been talking mostly in the urban environment and, and people of color, but violence and gun violence is not limited to, the, to there. Right. It is in the suburbs. It's in the small towns. It's in the rural areas. What are some transferable principles that you've learned? through your work at Barnes UMC and the churches you work with at Ten Point Coalition, which may be transferable principles to those people who are concerned in whatever community that they are in. Well, well one of the things that we really focus on that, that really is a big issue right now is, is understanding the whole issue of mental health and, and getting people to have conversations about this issue of mental health and when there are mental health issues in families how do we help people get the kind of help for their loved one that is needed so that it doesn't lead to something very tragic? And we're really focusing on that issue. And, um, you know, particularly some of our churches have mental health counselors now in the churches. So we're trying to take, um, you know, counseling in the areas of our city where we tend to have uh, large numbers of people who are suffering from trauma yeah. and mental health, uh, and, and it's becoming a focus. And, and I think that will work anywhere. I think almost in, in, sure. in all of our families, there may be someone there that is yeah. suffering from mental health, and we don't always know how to get the right help as a parent, you know, as a, a family member, and, and then some as a pastor. I certainly have members of my congregation that come to me not knowing what the resources are and tools that are available so, to help their family member. So the mental health issue, pastors and church leaders certainly can make themselves available yes. and implement yes. uh, mental health uh, yes. services, ministries, and so on yeah. as and, a and, part of dealing and, with violence. Yeah, and, and, and partnering with hospitals and other mental health uh providers in, in providing these kind of services. I, I think that is very important that the church community builds those kind of relationships so that they have referrals that they can make to people who are suffering from mental health issues. Awesome, awesome. Let's ask you one more thing. Okay. You're wearing the orange shirt, others are wearing the orange shirts for awareness. Yes. And there's a certain good thing about awareness. But what I want to ask you, sir, is the theme of Bishop Trimble's podcast is to be encouraged. What are you encouraged about in this whole conversation we've been talking about here today? Well, I, I'm encouraged that we have a whole denomination and churches all over um, the state of Indiana that are United Methodists that are engaged in this conversation. I, I think it's important if we're going to begin to really address this issue of gun violence in this country, we all have to be more engaged in having conversation, not allowing it to be so politicized that we no longer listen to each other on each side of this whole debate and find ways to, that we can come together and find common ground uh, to end this epidemic that is crippling our country today. But Charles, if, if anybody who's listening to our podcast and live stream today wants to know more about the Ten Point Coalition or about you, is there a way people can reach out to you to find out more? Yes, yes. You, you can contact uh, me at uh, Barnes United Methodist Church, 317-923-9197, um, or they can email me at revharrison at aol.com. We'll put connections to that at our website, which is tobeencouraged.com. Our guest today on To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Triple, Reverend Charles Harrison from the Barnes United Methodist Church and the Ten Point Coalition, our guest here today at the Indiana Conference of the United Methodist Church. Thank you, Charles. Thank you.
A phenomenal conversation with Reverend Charles Harrison from the Barnes United Methodist Church in Indianapolis and the founder and the leader of the Ten Point Coalition in Indianapolis. We get we get, really gained some valuable insights into the urgent uh, situation of urban uh, of violence in, in urban communities and really how that impacts really all communities. Uh, uh, in this, in the environment we find ourselves in today, and but we talked about the incredible work being done by the Ten Point Coalition, which really focuses in on violence, in particular among young men of color. Let me just give you just uh, three uh, key takeaways that I think may be important for us to take with us as we go uh, apply what we learned here to our particular ministry circumstance. First, the statistics around urban violence which impact young men of color are really alarming and really violence overall is alarming. And he shared that really half the deaths among black males eight, uh, from G- between the ages of 12 and 24 are due to homicide. And that makes it the leading cause of death in, uh, in this demographic group. So he emphasizes there the need for action and intervention because it is a health crisis. Second, secondarily, the importance of the faith-based community churches to be involved and engaged in tackling urban violence and violence in every community. And uh, Reverend Harrison highlights the crucial role that the resources that churches provide and ministries to address the underlying cause of violence. And he, he talked about some of the former gang members who are now part of churches and sometimes known as OGs, you know, uh, who have transformed their own lives and now are advocates, advocates for peace and demonstrate the transformative power of faith in their lives to make a positive change in others. That was a great story there. Thirdly, he emphasized the the need for collaboration and partnership in addressing urban violence. And the Ten Point Coalition, which he's a part of, is really rooted the ability to effectively communicate and collaborate with various stakeholders. That includes law enforcement and government and the community, uh, members of the community, social services. By building trust and relationships, they may be able to reduce uh, murders and fatal shootings significantly. And there is a good news story there. That's a word of encouragement here on the To Be Encouraged podcast. I think you enjoyed this podcast episode. I know that I did. Uh, Charles is a good personal friend of mine. I've known him for years and years. And I've seen the passion which he brings to this uh, to this effort. And it does make a difference. And it is, there are principles here that are transferable to whatever ministry situation you find yourself in. This is not just an urban issue. It is a suburban and a rural issue, and it's churches of every size in every community, and there are transferable principles. I want to thank you for joining me, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, on this episode of the To Be Encouraged podcast, a bit of a, a bonus episode, if you were. We're doing this over the course of the summer of 23. Because we're able to record a number of episodes at annual conference, which was held in June of 23. And we're going to be sharing those over the course of the next uh, several weeks. We hope that you join us here on the To Be Encouraged podcast. We're always about helping you to understand that there is a word of encouragement in your life brought to you, most of all, by your personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how it is lived out in your local church. We're here to serve you. My name is Reverend Dr. Brad Miller speaking for Bishop Julius C. Tremble. We hope to see you next time here on To Be Encouraged. Until then, remember to always do all the good that you can. 
consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D.com. Or connect through Apple Podcast, where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember, to listen next week, to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble, and never forget, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.